One of my favorite stories is from Winston Churchill. It tells the story of a man who falls down a long flight of stairs, lands with a thunderous crash, picks himself up, dusts himself off, looks over his shoulder and says, I wonder what all that noise was about. That's a fair question to ask shortly after the Christmas holiday. According to the world, it's over. We've got to put all this stuff away till next year. This, you know, the poinsettia's got a little life in them, but it's over. Yes, there are bills to pay and there are pounds to lose, but, but it's over. And the church says no. In fact, it's just beginning. What the people of God have received with faith, the word made flesh dwelt among us, now goes out to the whole world. People need to know what we know about the Christ child. But what should we tell them? Well, we already know because God tells us in the gospel. What we need to tell the world about Christ is found in the gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh that the wise men brought. The gift of gold is obvious. It's Christ as king. Now, we don't think about kings very much because we're Americans and a lot of recent kings haven't been terribly inspiring, candidly. But why is this so important that Christ is king? Christ, the eternal word of the Father, said, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. So it is Christ who decides what is good and what is evil. It is Christ who decides what is true and what is false, what is ugly, what is beautiful. It is Christ who decides what is a man, what is a woman, what is marriage, what is not marriage. What is pleasing to God, what is a sin. And just as we break ourselves against the commandments rather than breaking them, we dash ourselves against the the rock, Christ, the cornerstone, if we don't cooperate with his reign. Don't think of the kingship of Christ as some distant day when the absentee landlord comes to collect the rent. Christ reigns now. We obey him or disobey him now. And there will be consequences in the present and in the future and in eternity. Well, what about the frankincense? Well, again, it's kind of obvious. Frankincense, altar, worship, it's got something to do with priesthood. Well, yes, but what makes a priest be a priest? The primary function of the priest is to offer sacrifice. To go to the altar of God with the needs of the people and come back with God's blessing. And what makes Christ the unique high priest is that he himself is the sacrifice. With our sin, we burn down the bridge between heaven and earth. With our sin, we incurred a debt we could not pay. And with his sacrifice, Christ paid a debt he did not owe. So he leads us in worship, and he is to be worshipped. And it's natural to link his kingship with his priesthood. He governs, and he governs because he loves, and he proves his love and sacrifice. Well, what about the third gift? What about the myrrh? What is that? 
The song refers to it as a bitter perfume. It's, it's a kind of biblical embalming fluid. It's what you'd anoint a body before you buried it. What an odd thing to give as a birthday present. What an odd thing to give to a newborn child. But if we look at the Eastern Church, if we look at Byzantine iconography, when we look at the child in the manger, our Western eyes say, oh look, manger, place of eating, Eucharist, hooray. But how is the child wrapped? His swaddling clothes in Byzantine iconography, it's a shroud. What an odd thing to wrap a newborn child into a shroud. That myrrh shows Christ as prophet. We think of a prophet as someone who just predicts the future, but that's not right. Not quite right, really. The prophet stands in the present and says, this is God's judgment on the present right now. And there is a choice Life or death, blessing or curse. If we obey Christ the King and worship Him and worship with Him, we will have divine life now and into eternity. And if not, well, you know. How odd it is that this child was born to die. This child was born to give us the starkest choice possible between the life of God and the everlasting death of life without God. This is a time of celebration. It's a time of solemnity because we have a very great task. What we know about what Christ brings us as priest, prophet, and king is not meant to be kept to ourselves. We know what it's like out there. We see the headlines, we see the traffic, we see the madness. Anything you look out and see that makes you recoil and makes your skin crawl, that's the result of the absence of Christ. So on this day of Sabbath rest, when we know that Christ has been given to us as priest, as prophet, and as king, Let's ask God in prayer, Lord, teach me how I am to teach those around me that the Christ has been given for us, that he is with us, and that he calls us forward into heaven and into eternity. May God's holy name be praised now and forever.